I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Movie trailers are genuinely an art form, but the only issue is that that art is often created by a team not directly involved with the production of the movie that they're actually covering. Their speciality is convincing every possible person to buy tickets for a brand new film. And as a result, even great movies have come with misleading trailers that have sneakily chopped and changed things to appeal to everyone. I'm Josh from WhatCulture.com, and these are nine times you had to be tricked into seeing great movies. Number nine, Hereditary. Though it's regarded as a modern horror classic now, Hereditary caused a bit of a stir when it released in 2018, due to how it manipulated its trailers to sell viewers a completely different movie. That's particularly impressive considering that for the most part, bar a shot here and there, everything from the trailers made it into the final cut. It's just that the footage was pieced together in the trailers in a way that set up an entirely different narrative. Focusing primarily on 13-year-old Charlie, the pre-release ad seemingly established her as either the hero or villain, with her ominous clicking becoming a terrifying motif and the entire movie apparently being about the battle for her soul. And that's how the movie starts as well, but the character is only in the film for about half an hour before being killed off, with the story then shifting to focus on the family drama happening in response to the death as much as the ghostly scares. This misdirection allowed for one of the most impactful horror twists ever, and a story that was genuinely unpredictable. Number 8. Catfish before it was a smash hit MTV show, Catfish was actually a really ominous documentary that took everybody who watched it by surprise. While the central premise of Nev pursuing a romance with a woman who wasn't real was known before release, nobody had any idea how the story was going to wrap up and whether or not it would descend into sinister territory. Hell, a lot of people didn't even know if it was a real documentary or simply another found footage horror movie, which was all the craze at the time. I mean, that's what I was secretly expecting when I went into it back in the day, which just seems mad considering how ubiquitous the concept is now. The marketing, of course, played this mystery up as well, selling a thriller as this man slowly uncovered more and more lies and had no idea who he was dealing with. Was it somebody he knew? Was it somebody playing a prank? Was it somebody looking to hurt him? Nobody knew at the time. Of course, as it has so many times since in the TV show, it turned out to just be a lonely woman masquerading as somebody else who didn't really mean any harm. With the formula so entrenched in culture now, thanks to the TV show, it's hard to watch the original Catfish with fresh eyes, but at the time, nobody had any real clue just what they were letting themselves in for. Number 7. Drive Although audiences now know what to expect from a Nicholas Winding Refn film, I mean, to an extent anyway, the guy is kind of unpredictable in a lot of ways, he was an unknown entity in the mainstream back when he was putting Drive together. Consequently, nobody really batted an eye when the trailers made this flick look like a Fast and the Furious or a Need for Speed. I mean, how are us regular Joes to know any different? Highlighting the car chases and shootouts, there was nothing really there to differentiate it from any bonehead action film from the time. Of course, it turned out that pretty much all the 
set pieces shown in the trailers made up every bit of action in the finished movie that it had to offer. And what viewers actually got instead was a slow, tense thriller where the explosive violence was there to be repulsed by rather than to be reveled in. Hilariously, somebody even filed a lawsuit against the movie because that wasn't what they were expecting, like, at all. Still, Drive became an instant cult classic, thanks to its simple narrative being fueled on atmosphere rather than dialogue, but you'd have no idea about that if you just judged it purely by its trailers. Number 6. Crimson Peak the beauty of Guillermo del Toro's high-concept movies is that fans usually know what they're letting themselves in for. A lot of them kind of just have one-line selling points. I mean, The Devil's Backbone is a ghost story set in an orphanage, Pacific Rim is about giant robots battling giant monsters, and The Shape of Water is that one where Sally Hawkins does the dirty with a big fish, but Crimson Peak is the anomaly. Being billed as a jump-scare fest similar to mainstream horror at the time, like The Conjuring, only this time with a grand period setting, the film was seemingly going to be the terrifying experience that Del Toro's previous fairy tales had often flirted with. Of course, that wasn't really the case at all, and the flick was closer to a grand gothic melodrama more inspired by fantasy and literature. Stewart still had plenty of genre elements in there and was plenty bloody when it wanted to be, but it was famously described as the director as being, quote, not a ghost story, but a story with a ghost in it, end quote. And that, really, is something that the trailers failed to convey. Fortunately, the end result was still pretty damn good, and this twist story of greed and manipulation was as riveting as any run-of-the-mill spookfest. Number 5. Malignant James Wan's latest horror movie has been marketed as, well, the latest James Wan horror movie. The director made his name on early low-budget efforts like Saw before delivering huge mainstream supernatural horrors like The Conjuring and Insidious, but then moved into the world of action blockbusters and even superheroes. Malignant marks his return to the genre he made his name on, and the trailers and marketing for the film have once again sold audiences a spooky bump-in-the-night tale about a woman being haunted by something supernatural. The actual movie does have elements of one's crowd-pleasing style, but only really in the first 20 minutes or so. While I won't spoil the exact nature of the bonkers twists and turns that the film takes as it's the most recent entry on this list, know that it's a much bloodier affair than originally advertised, and more of a crazy detective story than anything else. Ultimately, James Wan has used his pedigree to make a mad giallo film, and it's made for one of the best surprises of 2021 so far. Number 4, Sweeney Todd, The Demon Barber of Fleet Street. On the surface, Sweeney Todd looks looks like just any other Tim Burton film from the 2000s. It's got Johnny Depp in the lead role, Helena Bonham Carter to support him, and an aesthetic that made every edgy 16-year-old at the time, including myself, weep pure goth tears. The trailer itself reflected all of these selling points as well. The plot in all of its pie-baking glory was done justice and looked as interesting and as twisted as it ended up being, and the characters were all there. It's just the little fact that the movie was actually a musical that wasn't exactly splashed front and center. No big deal though, I mean, nobody needs to know a movie's genre before they go and see it, do they? Do they? So yeah, if you weren't aware of the movie's development history and just popped in after spotting a trailer, you might have been a little bit surprised to say the least. The movie was a musical, but hey, at least it was a bloody good one and one you might not have seen given a chance otherwise. Though it seems faintly ridiculous to hide the fact that a musical is in fact a musical, the genre admittedly wasn't exactly breaking the box office back in the 2000s. That didn't stop it from doing pretty well here though, as Sweeney Todd earned just over $150 million. Even better, fans seemed to love it, and it no doubt got them interested in the stage version that had such a legacy before this flick came out. 
Number three, Scream. You might have noticed by now that a bunch of movies on this list so far have been horrors, and that's because the entire genre is built on subversion. Plot twists have been a staple since the silent era with the likes of Dr. Caligari, and acclaimed directors like Alfred Hitchcock were killing off the protagonist at the end of the very first act back in the 60s. Scream changed the game yet again though, by tricking audiences into wrongly believing that Drew Barrymore was the star of the film. A huge name back then, Barrymore was essentially the face of the movie, receiving top billing, being front and center in the posters, and making up a good chunk of the trailers. Of course, those trailers did not reveal that she was going to be spectacularly killed off in the very first scene. Though it's an inescapable part of horror history now, this rug pull came out of nowhere when Scream first released, and the movie was all the better for it, especially as a meta-framing on the entire genre. Number 2, The Grey. Although The Grey gained a reputation for being that one film where Liam Neeson punches a bunch of wolves in the head, that was actually a legacy cultivated by the action-packed trailers rather than what the flick itself was really about. Hyping up an almost schlocky premise, the marketing focused entirely on Liam Neeson as an action hero, attempting to cash in on his persona at the time, rather than accurately convey the more character-driven approach of the final film. While audiences flocked to theatres to see a popcorn flick, what they actually got was a surprisingly serious contemplative survival drama all about loss and grief, with the wolf bashing barely showing up at all in the finished cut. Some were disappointed, but the end result was definitely a far better film and one of Neeson's most underrated gems. Number 1. Avengers Infinity War in an age where audiences know pretty much everything going into a big tempo blockbuster, movie studios have to get a little bit creative in order to keep the biggest surprises under wraps. Take Infinity War, one of the most successful movies of all time, and one of the most beloved in the entire MCU. Its trailers got everyone hyped beyond belief, but they also tricked us into expecting certain events that never actually materialized. For instance, the pre-release marketing doctored footage to make it appear as though the Hulk was in scenes where he wasn't, and that Thanos had fewer Infinity Stones than he actually did. Of course, a major plotline in the movie is Bruce Banner being unable to transform into the Hulk after receiving a major beatdown from the Mad Titan in the opening scene, with the trailers hiding this fact entirely. Likewise, Thanos' lack of Infinity Stones maintained the suspense in the final scenes, allowing the eventual snap to go down without everyone already having pieced it together from the trailers. Look, this is the Avengers, this is the MCU, we all would have seen it anywhere, but this sneaky marketing did mean that some of the biggest secrets could be enjoyed to their maximum effect in the theatre. With so much chopping and changing on Infinity War and Endgame, and with characters and storylines moving from one movie to the other until the very last minute, it is a bit unclear whether this footage was ever intended to be in the film or was simply made to preserve the surprises. Either way though, it absolutely worked. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.